Hello and welcome back to Rush Hour. I'm Amuktha. And I'm Nicole. It's been a long summer and a long time since we had our last show, so hopefully you didn't forget our voices. But yeah, Rush Hour's back for this school year. Yeah, and this year we are kind of keeping it um, along similar lines of last year. We still are going to do our weekly wrap-up of news and... um, we have some new projects this year that are planned, interviews, mm-hmm. um, just other like projects in general. So you'll definitely want to stick around to hear those when those are aired. Um, but today we have a show that's been kind of like it has been in the past. We just have our pieces of news that we're going to discuss. And yeah. Um, so starting off, I think this has been the biggest piece of news this week and in a while that everybody is talking about. Um, and it is the earthquake in Morocco Mm -hmm. last Saturday. Um, this was a 6.8 magnitude earthquake, which is the strongest one that the country has had in 120 years. Wow. Yeah. And the tremors were felt as north as Portugal. So yeah, it was insanely huge. Um, lots of destruction to the building, and the death toll is about 3,000 right now. But they're still looking for people, mm-hmm. like, among the rubble and all of that stuff. So that might change even further in the future, um, which is not good. But I brought up this piece because it apparently does really relate to the U.S. in a sense and our national security because Morocco is a very, very important ally to us. Um, yeah. Oh, that's, that's actually really interesting. I just learned that, yeah. Okay. They, so, okay. In terms of our national security, it, they've stopped around 300 attempted attacks since 9-11. Morocco has? Morocco, yeah. Wow. They have stopped thousands of human tra- trafficking networks and um, stopped over 300,000 illegal immigrants from crossing. Wow. So they are really, like, I guess, like, this isn't that known, but they're really beneficial to our country. And we are allies, but we haven't had as strong as an allyship in the past as... We could have had, and I think that what people are saying is now is like a gr- really good time to help support them and keep that friendship going because they are really important to us. Um, and Morocco's population is like thirty-seven point zero eight million. So yeah. all the things that they've done, all like the um, attempted attacks, all the hum- uh, like stopping all that human trafficking, it's a lot for the size of the country they have so i'm i'm really surprised I know. yeah it is it's a smaller country but it is a really really critical one and mm-hmm. especially in africa as well um they really lead the economy of the continent um and they're like crucial for guaranteeing food security so they're just really important to the entire world and mm-hmm. they are being slow to accept aid right now because they don't want to have like too many countries 
um, giving them aid and, like, have a chaotic situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess the U.S. is still, like, they're not accepting, but the U.S. is still pushing to help them, which I think is good in terms of keeping that relationship um, going. Yeah, and, um, you know, this is a really big news story. Um, I think around where we live, what people have been talking a lot about is the earthquake that we're due for as well. Oh, yeah. Um, the time period or has been, like, passing, and it's coming up sooner than we thought. It's so, been, it's, like, hundreds of years delayed. Yeah. So I think that's what makes it even worse because now it's kind of just unpredictable because it didn't come on time, and now... It literally it's just could like come inevitable. at any second. Like, yeah. it could just come when we were, like, recording this. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> so, that, yeah, it's definitely, um, definitely relates to a lot of the U.S. and our community as well. So, yeah, that is something that is, I think, has been in the news. Everybody's heard about it, but there's a little bit more on that situation. Um, Kind of relating to the U.S., um, this has been another pretty major uh, piece of news. But um, Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, he has a pretty big reputation, so maybe you've heard of him. But he is beginning an impeachment inquiry on our current president, Joe Biden, because of claims like abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. Um, Opening the impeachment inquiry, though, is not like going to the final vote for the impeachment it's just um you know starting the inquiry to like open um all the formal processes so it's just the first step and this got backlash um after ian sams a white house speaker claimed that even biden's republican members found no evidence of wrongdoing and like a bunch of months of investigation of all these claims um so it's it's a little uncertain right now, but Kevin McCarthy does have a pretty big position, so he does have power, and we'll we'll just have to see how that goes. But for a little bit of background, the issue is coming up mostly because of Biden's son, actually, Hunter Biden's reputation. He had lied about drug use while purchasing a firearm back in 2018 and is being investigated now for some business dealings. So Joe Biden is in a lot of hot water because it's the first time a president's son has ever been indicted. Um, and I forgot to mention this, but he was indicted and, uh, you know, is now being investigated. Um, and the 2024 election is also like next year. So this could be like a major turn of events in terms of votes or in terms of, you know, the election itself and yeah, that it might it might just get more interesting. Yeah, I had actually not heard about that story yet, but mm-hmm. I do know that a lot of criticism of Biden Biden in the past, um, what's come up and like not been the I don't know, kind of been a cause of the criticism is his son, Hunter Biden. Yeah. I hear about Hunter a lot more than I feel like you should hear about any <laughs> president's president son i've yeah. like i only yeah i never really hear about any family members mm-hmm. but um he does seem to yeah get into <laughs> the politics a lot <laughs> yeah. um because of like what he's done in his past so mm-hmm. 
that is definitely, yeah, it's weird that the U.S. is so polarized that every, like, every president is now, like, the other side is trying to impeach them and all of this conflict is happening. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Yeah. It's It's making me, like, more confused or more, like, in doubt about who's going to get chosen as... I uh, yeah Republican representative, um, and I know that's kind of related to unrelated to Biden because he would have to run either ways. But yeah. Oh right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just I have no predictions for this next election. Yeah, it's, I <laughs> it's I think it's gonna be very very I don't know confusing and for sure we'll not know any of like the big details until like right before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but I guess we'll we'll find out next year, uh, very yeah. soon. Yeah, and yes, people are campaigning now, so it's all starting to get real again, mm-hmm. and we'll have to see where that goes. Um, one last piece of bigger news to discuss, which is also in the politics side, um, but also about Ukraine. Ukraine the war in ukraine has been going on for 19 months now and it's still coming up in the news it's still very um very much a big deal right now it's concerning russia and north korea and their relations so kim (laughs) jong-un had his first known trip outside of north korea for the first time since the pandemic um and it was to visit none other than vladimir putin a summit was held on, which was focusing on military aid from North Korea to Russia in the current Russo-Ukrainian war. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is because experts believe that Russia used 10 million rounds of ammunition just last year in this war, which is five times their annual productive capacity. So they're definitely in a shortage of ammunition and North Korea definitely has a lot of ammunition mm-hmm. stocked up. So that was a big part of that meeting. Um, U.S. officials do say that the supply of ammunition by North Korea would violate sanctions, which is an interesting factor. And there is also concerns that Russia would give North Korea in exchange more advanced technology um and weaponry including um technology for spying which south korea is particularly concerned about Mm -hmm. um north korea's spying and i guess yeah normally north korea is behind in technological advancements but if they get help from another country then that could really put them ahead especially in their like nuclear war mode Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah this reminds me of something we talked about last year um it seems like north korea is getting a little ahead in like the the whole i don't know if i should call it a weapons race because that's like an older term (laughs) from yeah like previous wars but it's it seems like that's what it is because i it might have been you or it might have been me we talked about um uh north korea testing like a lot a bunch of their nuclear weapons and um bombs over oceans and waters and like taking like the first scary glance at the kind of power that they could possibly have 
So I feel like this is just an addition to that, and now they're bringing in Russia, and that's it's a little scary to think about because they're both pretty big military superpowers, um, especially Russia. And knowing their reputations, I don't... Like you said, it wouldn't look good for the United States. Right. And yeah, I don't know if they... Like, in the past, it has been a big thing of them to be testing out all these weapons and like Mm -hmm. they look like they're preparing for something Mm -hmm. um i don't know if it's always been like that but it definitely has been in the news a lot more recently and yeah like you said bringing in russia to this whole situation um definitely escalates it a lot so that is just a whole like level of uncertainty there (laughs) um yeah there's really just weak can't know what's going to happen until it happens but we will definitely update you when it does happen um yeah because that is a very very big nuclear anything nuclear programs or just that war in particular with ukraine that just affects the entire world so it definitely is something to stay on the lookout for um but right now we do have our speed news and good news for this second segment today um to start off with speed news um this one i thought was interesting utah republican senator mitt romney has announced his retirement at age 76 saying that the country doesn't need any more post-war baby boomers running it okay um, next, after labor contracts ended Thursday night, more than 10,000 staff at three of the U.S.'s biggest car makers started to strike. So work is currently stopped at General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, all three of those um, plants. Wow, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, we are not going to go in just for a heads up. We're not going to be discussing speed news as much this year because we have a lot of stuff planned Mm-hmm. for these episodes and we need to fit it all in yep so um that'll be it for our speed news today very very quick um but then to end the day today we are going to be doing good news which is my favorite segment that we've ever added to this i love good news starting off 12 year old austin Macmillan saved his behavioral therapist's life after he passed out underwater and partially drowned. The therapist kind of drowned. Um, So, yeah, his therapist was trying to see how long he could hold his breath underwater, but lost consciousness. And about six minutes into this breath-holding contest, um, Austin dragged him out of the pool, knew something was wrong. He ran inside his house, couldn't find any help. So he came back out and started performing CPR. And in a few minutes, his therapist woke up. And when he, when Austin was asked about how he knew CPR, he said that it was, he learned it by watching Stranger Things. There were, okay, <laughs> I was so confused at so many points in the story. Um, that's actually a really, really interesting one. Um, yeah. I have a couple questions. I don't know if you'd be able to answer them. But why was his behavioral therapist holding his breath underwater? Um, so they were in Austin's 
family's like swimming pool and I don't know, it's a behavioral therapist. Like okay. he's probably with Austin like most of the day. So they were in the pool and um yeah, he just decided that he wanted to see how long he could hold his breath, which is probably not the best idea when you're like trying to take care of a kid. Yeah. But in six minutes, I that's that's insane. I know. He said that he lost consciousness about like thirty seconds into it. Oh, so he was down there for a while. So, but yeah, I guess like when you're holding your breath, like you can't really know what time is. It's like it might yeah. have been. We don't really know, but <laughs> yeah. And learning CPR by watching Stranger Things. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, everybody's saying that TV is, does nothing and just rots your brain, but I it saved people's lives. It teaches time. you important life skills. Yeah, keep watching TV. <laughs> yes. Um, our next good news piece of good news. Um, it's short, but I really like the weird, funny pieces of good news. So in Missouri, um, the police station received a phone call about an exotic animal running through the streets of a neighborhood. Um, but when it arrived, turns out it was just a lemur running loose at the neighborhood. And um, the the neighbors or the people in that community were initially really scared because they're like, oh my gosh, what is this? But yeah, it was just a lost lemur. Is a lemur a monkey? Kind of. You know, like the, the you know King Julian from... Yeah, that's, okay, okay. He's a ring-tailed <laughs> lemur. I don't know if lemurs are Oh yeah, are I do but... know lemurs. I thought, when you first said that, I thought it was like a leopard or something i thought it was oh, kind of leopard. No. i was like that is exotic i guess a <laughs> lemur is exotic too it is exotic um definitely not as scared as they should have been though about it yeah just a little <laughs> little <laughs> lemur monkey i'd like to see that yeah. um that is a good you always come in with the animal animal oh, stories just like <laughs> what was that snap or like Oh, tortoise chunkasaurus, chunkasaurus. yeah, yeah. I, I will always remember that story <laughs> um but yeah we have one more piece of good news today and i was actually i think amukta could tell us a little more because i was not at the game yesterday mm, yeah. but our football team if you did not know went Oh, for 10 last season, they did yeah. not win a single game. It was it was really bad. Yeah, we started this season with a loss, which was expected. And then last Friday, they won their first game in, what, two years? Yeah, in two years. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a very long time. They beat um, a school called R.A. Long, which is a 1A school, I believe. Over a hundred miles away, it's like on the Oregon coast, so they had to travel 105 miles to find a team that they could beat. <laughs> 49 to zero. Um, but actually, or so I thought, yesterday we won our second game of the season and mm-hmm. we did not have to travel an inch. It was a home game against Renton, and the score was 21 11. And I did not go because I had homework and other commitments. But Amukta, you were there, right? I was there. Um, I was forced to be there because of band, but <laughs> I saw it. I think this game was like definitely more energetic than it, it had ever been before, especially in like the band section because we're always like we always place bets on how fast they're gonna lose. 
Really? Yeah, like, oh, this is going to be the score at the end. And people will, like, bet even as high as, like, 56-0 and things like that. Wow. Yeah. But this time people were like, oh, we actually might have a chance. And we do this thing where we go to, after the game is over, we go to the back. It's, like, behind the field but facing the stands. And depending on if we win or lose, we play a certain song. Um, We've been playing the losing song for, like, a really long time now. So we got to play the winning song this time, which is Go Am I. And that was really new. Oh, my gosh. I did hear that from my house. My house, like, you can distantly hear the band from, like... (laughs) Uh, like at some points because you guys are so loud and it's on yeah. it like that's not that's not bad like it's fun to hear the band like at midnight but <laughs> i heard i heard the go on my song and i was like i've never heard the band play that song before i feel like it's yeah. been a very long time it's because after the game we always play alma mater which is the losing song um but we got we actually got to play the winning song this time and it was really bad because like we kind of forgot how to play it back yeah then. but yeah, so it was it was a good game, um, twenty one to eleven. Uh, it was against RHS. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to find the um, next the next football game. Football game. Do you know when it is? It's in oh, two... it's Bellevue. I know what the away game. Yeah. Okay. Next away uh. game is Bellevue next Friday. Do we have high hopes for this? I feel like I should after this game, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I know that Bellevue is in the past. Well, okay, I can't compare. Like, I can't. It's hard to know if teams that we play are good or not because just, like, everybody who beats us, like, they could be bad and they could beat us. <laughs> so, like, I don't actually really I mean, I guess not now, now that we have won two games. Uh-huh. But I don't really know what Bellevue's situation is so we'll have Mm. to see um what what comes of that next week but I know we also don't play RHS too often so this might be like a a one-off thing and I asked a couple people from there and they were like yeah our football team is not the greatest hey but two for ten is better than oh for ten that's true i'm i'm already happy (laughs) i think yeah we're good for the season like this is more than we could have asked for (laughs) so but yeah that is a the last piece of good news i mean it's good and we're kind of like joking about it and making it bad but like it (laughs) It was a good good, though it was good (laughs) so um yeah i think that we should end today's episode with that Mm -hmm. um we thank you so much for tuning in we are going to be here in this time slot from five to six every friday this Mm -hmm. year or at least almost every friday um you can expect to hear our voices with the news um with a lot of other things that we have planned so yeah Yeah. um we hope you enjoy your friday night and your weekend and we will see you next week but until then keep listening to cam h 89 the bridge